Military life can feel overwhelming, especially during deployment seasons. At Team Pillar, we believe that a little peace of mind can go a long way. That's why we're proud that the 2021 Pillar Retreat Playback is sponsored by USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York. USAA Life facilitates members' financial security through a range of products and services, including life insurance policies with several benefits specialized for military families at no additional cost. Because wondering about your family's financial future doesn't need to be on your deployment to-do list. You can learn more about USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York at usaa.com pillar. Hello, everyone. My name is JJ Montanero. I'm a relationship director on the military advocacy team here at USA and excited to be with you here at the Pillar Military Spouse Deployment Retreat. This is the, the second year I've been here, the second year USA has been the presenting sponsor, and we're excited to be here again. It's, uh, I think, a neat event. It, it really uh, fit the times uh, going through the pandemic. It was an opportunity to bring people together. But I think it's going to be one of the things that actually comes out of here in a positive sense. And, uh, and we can hopefully do this and come together for years to come because, uh, unfortunately, deployments are not going to go away. They're going to continue to be a part of military life. And this is a great way to, to bring people together from uh, across the globe to be able to talk about best practices and important uh, resources that are out there when it comes to deployment. So again, at USA, we're excited to be here and uh, hope uh, that you get a lot out of this. We'd like to thank uh, Becky and Joanna for all that they do. And because uh, I know that you may not realize it, but behind the scenes, there's a lot of uh, juggling going on and keeping people like me uh, on track, which can be a challenge. So, so thanks, Becky and Joanna. And again, thank you. Uh, so when I get to the opportunity to talk about deployment and finances, uh, one of my main themes is just the idea of uh, continuity keeping uh, things on track during what otherwise can be a tough and difficult process. And so with deployments and finances, one of the things that you want to be able to do is make sure that you're able to, to continue to, to make the decisions, to take care of the paperwork, to, to, to sign all the documents that need to be signed, because inevitably there will be some during deployment. That's where powers of attorney come into place. They allow that continuity to continue because life is going to continue to roll on and you need to be able to, to roll on with it. So uh, powers of attorney allow you to do that. And uh, luckily, I think, or, or thankfully, uh, preparing powers of attorney is part of the, the military's pre-deployment process. So if you've been through a deployment before, you've probably been through uh, putting together your powers of attorney. Uh, if you haven't, uh, typically, again, that'll be something that will be part of the process. And, uh, and I guess that's a, just a great time to mention that you've got uh, legal assistance. There's legal assistance offices on every installation. Uh, if you've got challenges or trying to find them, you can visit uh, Military One Source. I'll put up a, uh, a, a link here in the chat, but you can go visit Military One Source and there's a legal assistance uh, tracker or locator, if you will. But uh, that's, a, that's a great resource to, to help you through this if you've got questions. I certainly didn't stay at the Holiday Express last night. I'm not an attorney, so we're going to talk about general concepts today, but you've got the real experts out there and the folks that can help you put these into place and also answer questions you have through, uh, through legal assistance. So don't, don't miss out on that resource. 
So what is the power of attorney? In, a, in the most basic of senses, it's just the ability to name somebody to act on your behalf. In, in essence, name them as what's called an attorney in fact to take actions on your behalf. And we're talking primarily about financial actions here, but uh, there's also what's called a medical or health care power of attorney. So when you're acting or naming somebody to, to make those type of decisions on your behalf. But uh, when it comes to powers of attorney, there, there are basically two broad types of powers of attorney. There are general powers of attorney, and, and as the name implies, those type of powers of attorney, essentially you're giving somebody broad powers to do the pretty much all the stuff that you would normally be able to do. So they're going to do it on your behalf. They're going to be that attorney, in fact. The other would be a limited power of attorney, and there you're giving them specific powers. Maybe it's the powers to interact within the frameworks of a financial institution like a bank. So you can do the actions that uh, within the what write checks and that sort of thing for the bank. Uh, maybe it's the ability to take care of a specific transaction like selling your car, for example. So that would be a, a much more limited and focused power of attorney. So you've got general and you've got limited or specific uh, another term you'll hear when it comes to powers of attorney is the idea of a power of attorney being durable. So durable just means that the power of attorney will stay in effect, even if the person that granted that power of attorney is incapacitated. And of course, for a deployment, that's something we would want. We want the language to be durable. Typically, a power of attorney, just a normal power of attorney, if the, the person that granted the power of attorney is incapacitated, then the power of attorney would end. And that's not something that we want to happen in this particular case. So durable is a, one of those terms. Uh, springing is another term that's used. Springing power of attorney. With the springing power of attorney, it's actually not in effect. So most powers of attorney, when you sign them, they go into effect. With the springing power of attorney, it wouldn't be effect, in effect until something happened that would cause it to be in effect that would spring into effect at that point in time. And so again, for, for this discussion and, and deployments, that's probably not a term that's gonna come into play. So, so there you have it at a high level, you've got uh, general or limited powers of attorney, they can be durable and they should be durable for, uh, for a deployment. In some cases they might spring into effect and, uh, and, and that is gonna, again, allow you to, to continue to make decisions while your spouse is deployed and continues really to take care of business. So let's talk about a few considerations or things that you might think about as you're putting in place these powers of attorney. First off, and this really doesn't apply to you, to this audience, I don't think, because uh, your military spouses, you're probably gonna be the attorney in fact in this particular case, but certainly you under, need to understand the gravity of the situation. When you're naming a power of attorney, that's, that's a big deal and you're giving them really that power, if you will. And so there are situations out there where, where young service members uh, have a friend that they name as a power of attorney or a recent girlfriend or boyfriend. And uh, that, could, that could really result in a, in a disaster because that power of attorney or that attorney in fact has the ability to, to empty out those bank accounts, to, to sell property, to do that sort of thing. So that's, uh, again, probably not the case here, but it's something that uh, we need to be aware of that in these power of attorney situations where we're using power or granting powers, it, it is a significant event and it can have significant results. But in our case, hey, we're pretty much talking about being able to continue to do business as we do business. So that's probably not a huge deal. Next up, I think you want to look at or consider having a backup. 
So normally when we do a power of attorney, let's say I did a power of attorney, I'd name my spouse as my attorney. In fact, I might name my brother as a backup. So if my spouse was unable or unwilling to be the power of attorney for whatever reason, my brother might be able to take care of business on my behalf. So do you need a backup? Not necessarily, but it might be something, again, to talk to your attorney about to consider as you, as you take a look at this. Uh, next up would be looking at the institutions that you work with on a regular basis. They might actually have their own power specific, going back to what we talked about before, they might have a specific power of attorney uh, on their own form. Do you have to do that? Not necessarily, but if you know it's coming, the deployment's coming, you have these institutions, banks that you work with, for example, or it could be investment companies, that sort of thing, you might wanna fill out the power of attorney, their, their specific power of attorney on their form because it'll probably just make things simpler. Not to say that with push comes to shove, you won't be able to use the power of attorney that legal assistance drafted for you, because you probably will, but, just to make it make sure there's not an extra step or an extra roadblock in there, it could make sense to fill out the, the form on your financial institutions, uh, whatever paperwork or, or process that they have. And then finally, uh, what, what you want to look at is just the idea that, hey, th yeah, this is a big deal. We've talked about it. It's given somebody, maybe giving you significant power. Uh, situations can change, deployments can end. And it's important to remember that these powers of attorney can be changed. They can be uh, terminated. So you, you don't have to feel like you're going down a path that you, that you can't back out of. Uh, the other thing that I would remember or, 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 or look at as you're, as you're drafting these documents or working with an uh, attorney to draft these documents is that uh, typically uh, the power of attorney, you'll, you'll explicitly state when that power of attorney ends. And, uh, and so that's just, again, something to make sure that that aligns with your own, with your own plans. In the end, what we want to do is make sure that this deployment is as smooth as possible. And one way, uh, going back to where I started, is just to have a continuity of, of, of decision making and, and the ability to conduct business. And your powers of attorney will allow you to do that. So, so as you uh, grasp and grapple with everything that's coming up, uh, make sure that the, you, you dot your eyes when it comes to your powers of attorney. On behalf, again, of everyone at USDA, uh, thank you for all that you do uh, for, for your family, for, our, for your community, and, and for our country, and uh, wish you the very best. And uh, we are standing by to help if we can. Uh, one great resource that we have that hopefully you've seen in a lot of different places throughout the pillar is uh, our, our military life hub. So if you go to usaa.com forward slash deploy, there are a bunch of checklists, great articles and information when it comes to deployment. And uh, just, again, geared towards helping you get through this as, as seamlessly as possible. So best of luck and have a great rest of uh, your pillar deployment retreat. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this playback from the 2021 Pillar Retreat inspires and encourages you as you count down to homecoming. We hope you'll join us again for this year's digital retreat for deployment countdowns by getting your free ticket at www.pillardeploymentretreat.com.